It is said that in science, the greatest changes come about when some researcher says, hmm, that's odd. The same can be said for relationships. That's not my shade of lipstick. Warfare. That's an odd dust cloud, etc. But in this case, the subject is science and relationships and warfare and things that are just ginormously huge and hard to grasp because space is like that. Hmm, that's odd. What? Chris Greenstein, in spite of his name, was a gangling, good-looking blonde guy who most people mistook for a very pale surfer dude. He'd found that he was great with the ladies right up until he opened his mouth. So his public persona was of tall, blonde, and dumb, as in mute. He had a master's in aeronautical engineering and a Ph.D. in astrophysics. The first might have gotten him a really good-paying job if he could just manage to get through corporate interviews without putting his foot in his mouth. The second generally boiled down to academia or do you want fries with that? He had the same problem with academia he had with corporations. Chris was the third shift data center manager for Skywatch. Skywatch was an underfunded and overlooked collection of geeks, nerds, and astronomy PhDs who couldn't otherwise find a job, who dedicated themselves to the very important and very poorly understood job of searching the sky for stuff that could kill the world. The most dangerous were comets, which, despite having the essential consistency of a slushy, moved very fast and were generally very big. And when a slushy that's the size of Manhattan Island hits a planet going faster than anything mankind could create, It doesn't just go bang. It turns into a fireball that is only different from a nuclear weapon in that it doesn't release radiation. What it does release is plasma, huge piles of flying, burning rock and hot gases over a continent. Then the world, or the biosphere at least, more or less gets the big blue screen of death, hits reset, and starts all over again with some crocodiles and one or two burrowing animals. One comet killed the dinosaurs. Most of the guys at Skywatch made not much more than minimum wage. It gives one pause. The way that Skywatch looked for stuff was anything that was quick, cheap, and easy. They had databases of all the really enormous amounts of stuff, comets, asteroids, bits, pieces, minor moons, rocks, and just general debris that filled the system. They would occasionally get a contact from someone who thought that they'd found the next apocalypse. Locate, identify, headed for Earth, yes, no, new, yes, no. Most of it was automatic. Most of it was done by other people. Essentially, anyone with a telescope, from a backyard enthusiast to the team that ran the Hubble, was part of Skywatch. But 35 guys, including the two women, were paid, not much more than minimum wage, to sort and filter 
and essentially be the child of Amalus.